welcome to Remelations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remelations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing a dream from Caitlin this week that has to do with waterfalls, mm-hmm. crocs and pipes, Ooh. and police-approved house parties. Okay, okay. And we've also got some great catnaps about, you know, your everyday friendly cobra, headless moms. Ouch. Ouch. Don't look at This is a real good one, you guys. We've got Smurfs and giant talking eels. Also, if you want to hear something really dark and demented, stick around because I'm talking about Hulu's documentary, The Monster Inside, America's Most Haunted House. Nightmares are real, people. They're real and they're happening. All right, bestie, jump in your duck boat and let's (laughs) get started. I was like, I wait, Brooke, it. you can't start recording and you can't look until I say look. And yeah, you asked if I went blonde, but no, I can't pull off blonde. You know, I can't. I love it. But I did Are chop you... like a good six inches off my hair. I was going to say it is a lot. Besties who are listening, it's like right collarbone. Like a, is like it a shorter in the bob. back a little bit? Is it a little? No, nope. I just oh. didn't strain it. Mandy can do anything, pull off any hairstyle, short, <laughs> long, in between. She's an in between right now, and it looks fantastic. I'm in between. Yes, thank you. Thank you. How are you? Beautiful. I miss <gasps> you. I feel like we have so much to catch up on. It's been so long, I feel like. Yes, no, I am, I am barely hanging on, Mandy. Had a little too much to drink last night. Had a little fun. Had a little at, fun. Your, it was your dad's and your brother's birthday party, but, and you had a little yeah, too much fun. yeah. But I had a little too much fun. Well, maybe <gasps> we can relieve some of your hangover with some dreams. Okay, well, let's give it a shot. Do you have one for us today? I do, and I'm starting with Caitlin. Caitlin from Manvel, North Dakota. Okay. So Caitlin starts with saying, "In my dream." Me and all my siblings were sitting at the table in our dining room. My mom walked in and told us to go outside and get in the car because she was taking us somewhere fun. Oh, that's the best. Best surprise ever. Like surprise mom trips? Yeah. Yes. We're going to get like, ice cream? Or, or it's like, we're going, going to, going to, to grandma's? school today. We're going to go. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> we got in the car and she started driving. It took 30 seconds of driving when we reached the waterfall. Ooh, that they didn't know existed before. <laughs> yeah, right 30 seconds away from their house. Surprise. <laughs> and then my mom drove up the waterfall Amazing. in the car. Amazing. <laughs> what kind of car was this? <laughs> like a duck boat. It had to be a duck boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, mom. We stopped at a giant pipe in the mountain. Okay. As the car was stopped, she asked us loudly, are you guys ready? <laughs> As if like the first part wasn't exciting enough, right. we got to do something else. Yeah! And we said, yes! <laughs> so she drove into the pipe and it led to a sewer. The sewer had uh, wild crocodiles inside. I don't know if this is the best outing to take your kids on. Sewer pipes and crocodiles? She began running over and killing every single one she saw. 
rude. Sorry, I should have put a trigger warning in the beginning. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Of course, but sorry, Brooke. I like it, Mindy. <laughs> Mom's driving over the crocodiles. She was also getting points for it like it was a video game. She kept Ugh. killing all those crocs for hours. Oh, my God. How many were there? <laughs> so that'd be a ton of them. Was it just Florida ceiling in the pipe? Crocodiles? Oh, just ding, 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 ding. That score's going up. Free lives, everything. Bonus it's rounds. like a pinball machine. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> then for some reason, my dream immediately transitioned. Scene change. I love a scene change. Me and my brother were home alone. I don't know why the dream changed so quickly. We were home alone, and we didn't know where everyone else was. And then we heard knocking on the front door and saw police cars outside. Uh-oh, I don't like it. <laughs> They're like, uh, ma'am, can we see, uh, can we see your, your car, car for evidence, does, please? Does it have crocodile carcass all in its bits and pieces? I told my brother to just open the door for the police, but he refused and said, it's just the police. Why should I let them in? <laughs> so I went and opened the door myself. Fucking lazy brother. I've got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the police officer immediately stated, this house doesn't belong to you anymore. And then random people started running inside my house and began partying together. Oh, it's a party house now. <laughs> it's a random party house. Love a rando party house. I love a rando party. I don't know if they want a rando party in my house. No, no, no. That's going to be someone else's house for sure. Who's going to clean that shit up? Not me. (laughs) Me and my brother had no clue what was going on. The police officer had left and everyone else was just still partying in my house and playing music together. Then somehow, my brother was able to obtain some private information about what was going on using his phone. Oh, good job, brother. I have no idea what it said. But he did say that the information was a document file and that he was reading it on his phone. Oh, that's tough. I was... <laughs> I'm sorry. Third, third world, I'm at first world problems. Right. You just gotta zoom in. Yeah. I was thankful that my brother was able to get this information to find out what was going on, but he wasn't telling me. Why? I just kept asking him. I just kept asking him, what does the document say about our house? And then he kept saying, well, uh, um, mm, uh, no. over and over and would never share the information. I'm so annoyed right now. I'm so And then an- I woke up. <laughs> what a dick. What a dick Shit. brother you got there. <laughs> He's like, I know, but you can't know. I know, but you don't know. Like- I wonder what the sibling, uh, who's, who's first born? Like, mm. what, what, is the brother older? Because it seems like an older brother thing to do. I think it was an older brother. Yeah, I just have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Let us know, Caitlin. <laughs> but wow, what a dream. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Where do we begin? Pipelines, crocodiles, sewers, road trips. I don't... We, be- <laughs> we have it all. We begin by Mindy going upstairs and grabbing her notes because she forgot them. Oh my goodness, of course. Well, one moment, please. <laughs> And I'm back with my notes. Caitlin. Okay. okay. Here we go, Caitlin. I mean, it starts good. It starts really good. Mom's like, we're having an adventure. Yeah. So that's best exciting. day ever. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad day. There was nothing really in the stream that was horrible besides some animal harm to those poor crocodiles. Mm. But there's nothing really 
horrible that happened to Caitlin in the stream. So do you think that what? might be traumatizing a little bit, though? Perhaps. To see, <laughs> might have to see all a therapist the for animal death, but also just to be around so many deadly animals in also mass dangerous. numbers. I mean, yes, I am in that duck boat. Just She's just going right up the waterfall. <laughs> you know those duck boats aren't really covered, Mindy. Crocs. You know can- they're not really safe anyway, either. <laughs> Crocs can put them, push themselves out of the water the length of their tail because it's all muscle. Yeah. They're getting mm-hmm. in that duck boat. <laughs> anyway, I know. Okay. Other than that, it was a fine, fine time. It was a fine day. Yeah. Nothing horrific happened. But let's start with a waterfall because oh, we've talked about water a lot in dreams we've done in the past. We've never specifically talked about what a waterfall might mean. That's true. Different we type haven't. of water situation. Wow, we're still surprising each other after all these yeah. years, Mindy. <laughs> all, all these years. It feels like it should be a song. <laughs> we'll do a slow um, dance for our sleepover squad. That would be nice. Uh, be nice. Am, I, am I high and you're low on my waist, or am I low and you're high on my shoulder? Well, let's just see how it plays out. We'll see how we're feeling. Yeah, Maybe we'll, we'll switch how... halfway through. Maybe. <laughs> Everyone gets a turn. <laughs> I lead, you lead. <laughs> okay, so waterfalls. Uh Waterfalls can represent in dreams a process of letting go of something. Oh, okay. It can also be a symbol of cleansing, like the cycle mm. of life. A waterfall mm-hmm. is always ever is ever changing. It's not stagnant water. It's, but it's different than a river. We say you know rivers and dreams can often mean you know a flow or a, a change in your life. But, but waterfalls seem like steady. so much of a big change or like a big, big cycle you're going through or something a lot bigger than a river. Well, Mindy, you know, you shouldn't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick <laughs> to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. 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 What, what does chili, does chili from dream? dream. <laughs> um, and I'm going to have to hear, um, and just so people know, yes, Ch- Chili's not her real name. What? Shocking, I know. <laughs> Her real name is Ra- Rosanda Chili Thomas. She was always my so, fave. She w- oh, my God. I thought she, especially in the Waterfalls video. Mm, oh, she so looked gorgeous. good. Oh, my God. They had abs to die for. All three of oh, those girls. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, don't even get me started in that. <laughs> but um, so <laughs> even though they chased waterfalls. <laughs> our- <laughs> wait, speaking. Wait, no. Before we move on, I, I think I have the TLC um, CD Behind my um, setup here, I think it's right back there. I can probably wow. just break it out if you want it. Yeah, let's. I gotta get find it a CD out. player though. Mm, I don't have one of those. That no, I do actually. My car is so Ooh. old; we can play a CD in it. Oh, my car has one too. Okay, you're right. But cool. um, that cool. was one of my first concerts. Really? Not that album, but was it Ooh on the TLC tip? Their first album. Yeah, like yeah. I was really, really young. They Might were been like nobodies at the time. Pre-teen. Like ten, like ten. Yeah, yeah. Around 10, 11, something they, like that. They came to Iowa? No, I was in Arizona for the summer. Oh, and oh, of course, cool, cool. my cool cousin Kathy took mm-hmm. me and Brett to this concert. And it was TLC, Jodeci, which is like, okay, whatever. Of course. I mean, okay. But I was there for the number three act, 100%. Blessman. East Coast nice. family. <laughs> love it. Love um, it. And then the headliner was oh. Hammer, MC Hammer. Oh, wow. I can't believe you saw those artists all at all the same, the same time. Crazy. That's nice. like a good first concert. At 10? 
I mean, I didn't know who Jodeci really was, but no. And TLC, it was like, I just thought they were really cool because they drove out in little, um, like those cars for kids that move, though. Oh, like, um, they, yeah. they all drove the power out. Wheels. Power wheels. They all drove out in their own yeah. little, like, power wheels. And I was I like, love it. who are these girls? I kind of like them. But yeah, yep. it was an they interesting danced. first oh, concert. Fun. Well, we're not chasing waterfalls. <laughs> we are driving up one. No, 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 no. I think I think it is interesting though that it's up, which up is always a good sign because yes. you think of the dangers of a waterfall. Falling if it was a off? true nightmare of a dream, <laughs> falling over the waterfall, falling yeah, going over the edge, right? So this is like a, a dream that's all on its head, right? Yes, it's like opposite so, day in this dream. It's like it's like fun app, fun opposite day with mom. <laughs> like we're gonna drive up a waterfall and into the sewer, but it's not gonna be gross. But there's going to be crocodiles, but they're not going to hurt us. And we're just going to have the best day ever. (laughs) And let's get to those crocodiles. Because it almost seems to me like it's a Mario. Mario (laughs) feels like a video game. Like you go up this this waterfall, (laughs) you you get points, you're going down a sewer. I mean, it kind of exactly is. (laughs) I wonder if you're playing a little Mario Brothers before bed, which I would too. I love Mario Brothers. Big fan of the game. I know you are. But let's talk about crocs. I was a little stuck on crocodiles. Like you said, they are very strong. They got a lot of strength in them, especially in their tail. I I looked it up a bit because I didn't know where to go with it. And crocodiles can mean taking a stand for something. Mm. And I thought that was interesting because I feel like it kind of plays into this whole dream later on. Oh, yeah, because she stands up to her brother. She's like, I'm just going to go get the door myself, you lazy piece of something. Brother, you lazy piece of brother. You. <laughs> you lazy piece of brother. It could also mean that someone's trying to give you bad advice or leading you towards making bad decisions. <gasps> brother. Which hmm. brothers can do. And But also he <laughs> was like, Hemin and Han. Hmm. Oh, it's hmm. fine. You know, it's fine. Uh, like he wouldn't give her an answer. Maybe he's right. trying to throw her off. And mom's taking care of the situation, though. That's That's the part that. It wasn't scary at any point. She didn't mention any emotions in the stream, which I think is interesting. But I think if there's anything you'd feel is scared, claustrophobic. I would be terrified. Terrified. Lots of, uh, lots of adjectives come to mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you do get d- wet in the duck boat, but my pants are going to be wet, not from the water. If you no, know I mean. no, no. It's no, going to no. be of yellow in nature. Of yellow color. <laughs> Well, we get past we get past the crocodiles, and somehow we're magically transported to a scene change, and we're back at the house. Yeah, mom's but not now there anymore. It's a party, but it's not a welcome party. It's not like, hey, I invited all these people over. The police yeah. knock on the door, and Caitlin she she almost like calls out her brother. Like she's almost true trusting. I feel like in this dream, yeah. like it's just the police. Let them in. Like what could go wrong? Yeah, I feel like she's giving up too much of her innocence. Like too much innocent, trust in things. Like she just believes. Everything's yes. going to be Mom's okay. going to take care of yes. the Crocs. The police know what they're doing. They're just yes. letting randos in the house. <laughs> so I think that's interesting. And the final piece I want to talk about, random party. It's not It's not unruly. It's just people are just listening to music. So again, it's not. Uh, it could be a bad situation. But no. But it's not. Everyone's Everything cool. in the stream could be, it could be a bad situation, but it's not. The waterfall, you could go over it. They were going up of it. They were going through a tunnel of Crocs. Mom was running over it. Random people in your house? It's a party. Everyone's getting along. (laughs) Hmm. 
Yeah, it's you're you're absolutely right. Thrown bad situations, but always turning them around into positive. Yeah, it seems like that. And I think that's probably what her personality is. Caitlin's personality mm-hmm. is is probably in real life is like she is a a cup half full type of gal. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like she maybe always tries to find the positive in it, but sometimes yeah. that's when you get taken advantage of. That's why the people came to her house to have a party. And I I wrote that on my paper here as I said she didn't stand up and say like don't don't get, come in like get out like, this is my house you cannot have my house you cannot Unless, have a party in it did you bring wine and white claws then you can come in <laughs> then you can de- de- definitely join our party in conclusion i mean there really is no conclusion to the stream either and so mm-hmm. i was gonna say in conclusion but there really is mm-hmm. no conclusion to the stream it just kind of ends and uh, it just fades out as that's kind of unusual too you know because yeah. like most streams come to like a halt like then i woke up and you're like what yeah. what like this was just kind of like mm, you know like that's it just a net normal kind of day like it just kind of ended and sometimes it's nice to have those neutral dreams though yes. those neutral dreams where it's like it, you don't it's not good or bad or no you there. have to give your brain a break while you're sleeping too for christ's <laughs> sakes if you can't do it while you're sleeping lord knows you're not gonna be able to ha- do it while you're awake i just want to finish with Telling Caitlin, cool dream. Thank you for submitting. If anything we can take from the stream, I think it's your go with the flow type person. But maybe yes. every now and then it's good to kind of stand up and say, this is my house. So yep. find that balance of being cool and go with the flow, go with the water flow <laughs> and and standing up and, and not allowing people to take advantage of you because that's my problem in life. That's, that's it. It's a very, problem it's a yeah. very hard balance. It's a very yep. hard balance. So it's not like it's going to be an easy task, but you can do it, Kayla. You got it. Bestie, 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 bestie. We have something so exciting for you. If you are in the Chicagoland area, even if you're not, travel on in. We've got plenty of airports in the area. And we are going to be live at the Dark Matters Podcast Festival in Elgin, Illinois on Saturday February 24th at 7 p.m. It's going to be awesome. Be there or not. Be cool. Be there or be square. And you can check out all the details at revelations.com slash live. You're really going to want to check it out. Live ones are so much fun. And this is our second year at this podcast festival. And you'll enjoy it. Come live or join our sleepover squad and watch it later. But it's going to be a fun time. Promises. Oh, and Brooke got some special pajamas for us. Too. Oh, yes, we do have pajamas. So they we arrived. Will be doing that. Ah. Yes. We always do our live stuff in real pajamas because why the hell not? Jimmy it's Jams. The perks, the perks of the job. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm excited to. Me too. On. Bestie, that brings us to Catnaps. Catnaps is a part of the show where we just read a bunch of listeners' dreams. We don't do too much talking or analyzing on it. We do have fun, though. We do a lot of them because we want to share all of your dreams yes, as many as we can. Yes. So it's catnap time, and Brooke, ready, Freddie? Ready, Freddie? I'm ready. Lala from Miami writes in. Lala. I love it. Listen to this one, ladies. I live in Florida, and all the mansions are on the intercoastal waterway or the beach. Mm -hmm. In my dream, I went to a mansion on the intercoastal. I went up to the door, and a maid answered. She let me inside. 
I looked nice of her. Very nice. Like I don't you, know. You, you look, look like you have a trusting face. You Come look in. no. You look trusting. Come on in. Let me take you to you the, can library. Wait in the library. <laughs> Jinx, buy me a coke. <laughs> what did we used to say in the past episode? Jinx, buy me a yeah. white claw. <laughs> Probably a white claw or rose. <laughs> Jinx, buy me a white claw. Buy me a Sauvignon Blanc, please. That's, <laughs> That's too, too much. It's too, too much. much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Glancing around at this amazing house, then he came down the oh. stairs. Oh, who? Who? He was so happy to see me. He was oh, in God, a towel and invited me upstairs. Uh, please. Okay, maybe, maybe not. Here's. I don't know. I'm married. I shouldn't be thinking this. Cause it's Mark. It's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a towel and invited me upstairs. Ow! Yeah, wow, wow. It was Javier Bardem. Ow! Ooh. Then some stuff happened. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You left out the good part. Oh, please. Come on. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Lala uh, says blah, no. blah, blah. <laughs> she should say la, 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 la. La, 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 la. And I woke up. Ooh. Holy cow, though, she says. Best dream ever. I tried to go good, back to sleep. Good, good. Didn't work. Oh, oh it really yeah, those does, are the ones you Lala. Really I know, where you're asleep. like, I just want to finish, finish that get one. Get back there. Get back in the ring. <laughs> Sorry, Lala. Round two. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> well, I'm going to take it in a different turn here. Oh. This is Yvonne from Skyline, Alabama. Cool. In this dream, I was sleeping, and a snake, nope. a full-grown cobra possibly, nope, <laughs> was gently resting on the corners of my bed. Nope, I don't like tail, it, Mindy. I don't like it at all. <laughs> its tail was hugging my arm. Mm. For some reason, I didn't panic at all when I woke up. I casually informed my family and neighbors about the snake in my room, and some of them had started screaming in panic. <laughs> Like it's me? a normal reaction, Yvonne. <laughs> She's like, it's fine. It's, it's fine. No, cobra. it's not. <laughs> the snake started chasing those people in a panic and didn't <gasps> stop until it had killed each and every one of them. Then it waited to kill the not-so-panicked ones. Eventually, it did kill those ones, too. This is a dick it's snake. Like- <laughs> I know what breed this is. Dick snake. <laughs> Seeing all this killing, the entire city was, I don't know, coming after to kill me because my snake was killing everyone but me. <laughs> Eventually, it started biting and hissing anyone who neared me, and most of them died. Mm. WTF was that. Yeah, I'm not a I fan. Mean, not at a least fan if of you're going to ha- dream of snakes, it's you on, your, on side, your side. Right? That's, a, that's <laughs> uncommon. But hey... I like it, but I don't. Yeah. It would be Cobras especially terrifying if it started just killing people. Cobras are um, just a yeah. scary looking. I mean, snakes are a lot of people's nightmares, but like cobras in particular, they're just scarier for some mm-hmm. reason. They are. I think it's like the, the hood look. Yeah, it's the hood. It is definitely it's the, hood. the hood. It's like wearing like a ski mask. It's more scary. terrifying if you're just wearing a beanie. Like if a snake just comes up and I open my front door, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to shut the door. But if it's like a cobra reared up with its hood, I'll probably just curl up in a ball and die. <laughs> and, oh. 
changing it up again. This is Monica from Buffalo, New York. My son came into my room last night and interrupted a very inspiring dream I was oh, having. No. <laughs> Not another one. Uh, I was on Fall a, back asleep. Fall back asleep. Fall back asleep quickly. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> I was on a hike with my ex in Austria, and he fell to his doom. Oh. I, that's not didn't good. Didn't expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that to be I didn't think that was the inspiring nope. part of the dream. <laughs> I climbed down to see if he was, you know, alive. <laughs> oh, nice. That's very caring. As I reached him... Smurfs started to hike past me, muttering about having to save the fallen man. And so I followed said Smurfs, and instead of my ex resting broken and mangled on the rocks, was my new lover, whom I, with the Smurfs, then tended back to health. Interesting. All the Smurfs' assistance was so helpful. We then continued to do very naughty mountain hiking things. No Smurf assistance here. (laughs) How lovely (laughs) a dream. (laughs) I bet Doc was super helpful in that. Oh, Doc had to be. I mean, who else? And Smurfette. And maybe Brainiac or Brainy. Brainy. Brainy Smurf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I meant those three would be in charge. Yeah, definitely. Interesting that it was her ex and then it. Turned into her current lover and like interesting, but the Smurf thing. Obviously, you have kids. Yes, (laughs) you said you do. And it's just just kids. What a weird, what a weird (laughs) input into your dream. Just you know, Smurfs. Hey, but at least um, they helped and helped her continue on with her adventurous dream. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. Monica. All right, this is another one from our bestie, Nicole, from Florida. Ooh, thanks, Nicole. She starts with, this one's dark. Uh-oh. My parents divorced when I was five, and I never had a close relationship with my dad. And I grew up with a lot of fears of abandonment, abandonment and feelings of inadequacy because of that. Mm-hmm. I think it was because of this that I had a running theme amongst most of my nightmares that involved losing my mom. Oh. Because she was my only close and consistent parent. Oh. I was very young when I had this particular dream, about five or six. Wow. So young that I don't know where I would have come up with the things this dark. Oof. Okay, you ready? Okay, I am ready. In my dream, it was daytime. Like a very bright afternoon. I was running errands with my mom, and she parked in the parking lot of a run-down-looking strip mall. Hmm. I asked where we were, and she said, you'll see, in an off tone. Hmm. She got out of the car, and I got out, too. But when I got out, I saw that she hadn't waited for me like she always did, so she could hold my hand to walk to the store. In fact, I couldn't see her anywhere. Hmm. Yeah, for five or six, this is pretty terrifying. I'm very uncomfortable. Did I tell you, I we lost our youngest for a short time <laughs> on a vacation once? Did you say on vacation? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no! So we picture this. This is like the first big vacation Mark and I took with our all of our kids, like our blended family. So we had six kids ranging from probably seven, to, no, maybe younger than that, five to 13. Like, it was a lot. Very young. It yeah, it was, it was a lot going on. Fighting. We, we had to rent a 16-passenger van 
at the airport in order to like go anywhere. So, and even in a 16 passenger van, the six of them fought about who got what seat. <laughs> of but I course, of course. So we get to we get to the beach. We park the van like in a double wide spot, and we all get out. We all grab our bags, our you know the towels, like everything we need to go to the beach. We start walking. We make it about two blocks. And I go. I do the mother hen thing where I'm like I count the children, yes. especially when they're that little. I go one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like the Home Alone McAllister right, thing. Right, it is one, but you only got to five. <laughs> I got to five. I was like, where's our youngest? And so Mark stayed with the other kids. I run back to the van. And she's just standing there completely, like, crying and panicked. Oh like, how did you not see a group, the seven of a us group walk away? Walking. She, and I was like, what did you? She's like, well, I was going to talk to a mom because you said always oh. to find a mom. And she's like, but then you came back really quick. But she still will bring it up. She's 15. She's, she she's still brings up the facts. that I on left you. her. For the rest of your life. I hope you know that is going to be on you forever. (laughs) It will. It will. It was literally like two minutes. She was fine. But big, big families, I'm sure. Oh, yes. I will forgive you. (laughs) Thank you. Going back to Nicole's dream here. She was left by her mom as well. (laughs) It was like she had vanished the second she got out of the car. I assumed she must have gone inside without me, which was very unlike her. And I was hurt. Yeah. I walked up to the front door of the strip mall that I found and went inside. There was a hostess stand by the entrance, and a man was standing by it. He was very tall and skinny and pale. He looked <laughs> like a living corpse. Or wow, the is, creepy grave digger from movies. This is so specific for a five-year-old. This oh, is crazy. Completely. Very detailed. Mm-hmm. He asked if he could help me, and before I could answer, my eyes caught the wall behind him. Oh, no. You're not going to like this. Oh, no. I'm sorry again. Jesus, sorry. more animal stuff. It is. Why are you doing this to me? I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, okay. I didn't, I forgot. About I forgot. Okay. There were taxidermied animal heads mounted all over the wall. Mm-hmm. Deer, moose, etc. Okay. I realized this was a taxidermy shop, and I told him I must have made a mistake because I was looking for my mom. And why was there but a this- hostess stand? <laughs> Welcome to Taxidermies R Us. Do you have a reservation? <laughs> Would you like to sit under the moose or the buck? <laughs> I'll take the buck, please. I'll take the rabbit. <laughs> I told him I must have made a mistake because I was looking for my mom, but this couldn't be the shop she went into. I was about to walk out when he stopped me and said, Oh no, she's here waiting for you. What? And to his left around the corner from the podium. I walked further into the store wondering why on earth my mom would have gone in here. Under the taxidermy heads, the back wall of the store was lined with deep red booths like a restaurant. Oh, you're right. You could sit under the moose head. You could sit under there. (laughs) But not the tables, just benches sitting parallel along the length of the wall in a long line. Oh, I don't like it. That's creepy. Very specific still. Yeah. I followed the benches down and down until I finally saw my mom. Gosh. She was laying down on her side, facing me and smiling. Ooh. And her head was not connected to her body. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I don't like it. They taxidermied your mom, Nicole. I'm sorry. That's... They got her. They got her. Step two, she's going under, uh, above booth 94. (laughs) 
you can make a reservation now if you want. We're three months out. <laughs> what do you think they, they serve there? People, Mindy. They serve animals? People. Soylent Green is people. <laughs> Nicole finishes by saying, I woke up crying and I was terrified to go back to sleep, but too tired to stay awake. I finally fell back to sleep, and in my next dream, I was holding my mom's head. And ah! she was still smiling at me. I do. I re- oh. yeah, she fell back into the, the one dream you don't want to fall back into. No, did. it's that one. Oh, my God. I remember realizing that I was back in the nightmare and decided to make it into something happy. So I took my mom's head I to can't. a water park. <laughs> what? That we went to a lot, a lot in real life. Me and my mom's head. That couldn't talk. One of the water slides together, <laughs> laughing and playing, and then I woke up. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what to say, but it might be my favorite dream ever. <laughs> it's one of those. I, yeah, I really don't know. It was horrifying, especially at five or six. Yeah. Okay. Yes, then, it is a very horrifying dream. All around a bad dream. I'm just picturing. She made the best of it. <laughs> This water, like there's going on the lazy river, and then she's like carrying her up the 17, you know, sets of stairs (laughs) to get to the top, and they're like in one of those little rafts together. Oh yeah, and the heads in the (laughs) The front, rolling around. But mom was smiling the whole time. They come out the end smiling. (laughs) She couldn't put her arms up though. Oh no, that was the daughter. That was okay. The daughter held the mom. That's not how it's gonna work. Or maybe the daughters held mom's head over her head. Like, yes, hey. that could work too. Yeah, could. Ooh, wave pool, wave pool. That'd oh, be interesting too. Yeah, you definitely you have keep to mom's hold head it. above the water. You gotta hold, you gotta hold that hold head above head. your head. <laughs> what about do water parks? I've never been to a water park that takes your pictures like amusement parks do. But wouldn't that be <laughs> great? Like the big like drop yes. holding mom's head, maybe next to yours. Like a oh yeah, like. like a, Cheeky to cheek, really cheek cheesy to like. Cheek, like cheek to cheek. I think it would be cute. I think Nicole made the best out of a very horrible situation. She sure did. did. She didn't let it ruin her day. She no, it. not even. She had a, a fun day. It it's was time for another fun day. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of water fun days planned here. Well, I've got one. It's not a water fun day, but it's not a bad one. I wouldn't mind this one. This is Carlton from Sageville. I have this recurring dream that I haven't had in a long time. I had my own hotel. Yes. I like this part. It's cheap. It was gorgeous and it was mine. I would just wander through it and admire all the beautiful furniture. It had a turn of the century vibe, which is what I dig. Totally cool. Yeah. I miss that dream. Does it have Does it have animal taxidermy heads? Just out of no. Chaos. This is a no. good hotel. Okay. okay. It's not a hunting lodge. It's not a hunting lodge. Weird hotel attached to water park. But Carlton goes on to say, "I miss that dream. I would always wake up refreshed after oh. I had it. I know it's materialistic, but it was awesome." I'm sorry, Carlton. I you're fine. Good. I think it's yeah. good. However, you, you enjoy get those that, dreams. that tension, you know, release. That's just go to your hotel. Go to your hotel. Get order refreshed. a pillow menu. Get a facial. Yeah. Oh, the pillow menu, Mindy. I haven't stopped thinking about that <laughs> for however long it's been—a week or two. But yes, lovely, Carlton. Carlton, Very lovely. <laughs> 
got a short one here from Ruth from Odessa, Texas. Oh, <gasps> my next one's from Houston. Oh, Tejas in the house. I walked into my childhood family room to see my grandpa sitting on the couch by himself. Oh, my grandpa passed away a few years ago, so I was surprised to see him. He motioned outside and asked me if I was going to go out and have dinner with everyone. Turned to see my entire family in the living room outside, just waiting, sitting down together for dinner. I turned back to him and said I I was just going to hang out with him instead. He smiled and told me that sounded nice. We just sat. I I woke up, but it was the best wake up I've had in ages. What a great dream. That is a great dream. Oh, I know. That makes my heart warm. You know, like. We need those dreams. Yes, I love those ones where you just get more time with the person you love unexpectedly just because they they were thinking about you. They wanted to visit you, Ruth. That's how he he could. He visited you in your dream. Well, per usual, Mindy, not only do I have a dreamer from the same state, but it Mm -hmm. might kind of be along the same lines, too, which always happens with us, I feel like. This is Rob. Mm -hmm. He's from Houston. Okay. I had a dream a few months ago that helped me feel better about things that have been complicating my life. It was just a short car ride with my dad that has been dead for 11 years. Oh. In his old Volkswagen Rabbit. I don't even know oh. what that looks like. It's, I, I've seen pictures. It's, it's a funky car. All he did was talk about the Scorpions. Oh, the band? <laughs> I guess. I mean, good. My mom and dad were big fans of the Scorpions. I like the Scorpions. I'm sorry. They I, only had a few hits, but I like them. But it was up. something I needed since I forgot the sound of his voice for so many years. Aww. It seemed so vivid. So it was like spending a little bit of time with the person I wanted to see the most in the world. Love it. Another, yeah, perfect. Those went perfectly together. Little did we know. Little Ah. did we know. This is from Shannon from Continental Ohio. Ohio. Over there in Ohio. You know, people get Iowa and Ohio mixed up a lot. And Idaho. Idaho, People, they're not that confusing. Ohio. I mean, I guess if you're not from the States, maybe. Maryland and Montana. Just because they start kind of the same. Doesn't make them the same, people. All right. Shannon from Ohio. In my dream, there was a giant turquoise blue eel. <gasps> Love giant eels. <laughs> Just kidding. Who was, somehow, who was somehow standing erect while talking. The eel, this is to make up for all the animals earlier today, Brooke. This Good. Is to make Thank you. Feel you. I, I hope this yep, eel kicks well. ass. <laughs> the eel was extremely clever in tone. <laughs> Smart. A smart eel, a college graduate eel. Oh, he's got a bachelor's degree. <laughs> Maybe a master's. Ooh, Dr. Eel, PhD. <laughs> I remember being very wary of the eel in my dream and keeping my distance as it inched closer while it was conversing with another person close by. However, I climbed out of the water while keeping my distance away from the eel Finally making my way to higher ground. I'd like to know what the eel was talking about. <laughs> I, 
That's what I was just gonna say. I want. <laughs> I would stay in the water. He was being clever. Obviously, he's not a danger because he's a doctor. And <laughs> he said I'd be, he had to take the Hippocratic oath. So obviously he's safe to stay he's in the safe water. to be around. <laughs> and I Ian. I would ask his I I would ask him what he thinks of climate change maybe and how it's affecting their oceans. He's like it sucks lady. Um it's getting real hot in here and I'm going to be boiling pretty soon. <laughs> going to have to grow legs. I mean I can already stand. Well, I was going to say he's learn halfway there. He can already <laughs> stand. <laughs> Oh, thank you for the dream, Shannon. Oh, my goodness gracious. Caitlin, 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 thank you so much for submitting your dream in. We loved going over that one. And of course, all of our lovely catnaps were amazing. Thank you so much for submitting them. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. (laughs) (laughs) Jinx again. You owe me two. You owe me two. I owe you two whatever. White claws? Yeah, two white claws. Two shots? Fireball, probably. Jinx, buy me a fireball? (laughs) I haven't had one in a while. It's probably a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. And now there's a point where I can lay back and relax and let Brooke do all the talking. I don't mind. (laughs) Cool. I need a break. Worked hard today. Mindy, what do we say every episode? I'm not going to make you actually answer. bitches. Yes. Um, oh, but, okay, yay, I win. But that, no, no, that wasn't it. But you're correct, oh, we do. Okay. <laughs> but we always say, from nightmares to the just plain bizarre, so mm-hmm. well, get ready for both. Okay. As we talk about this Hulu documentary that I watch called mm-hmm. Monster Inside, America's Most Extreme Haunted House. Oh, Boy, oh, yikers. Yikers. Mindy, what would you do if your, like, worst fears and nightmares came to life? Well, um, (laughs) I mean, I know that. I mean, me and Taylor Swift would be hanging out, first of all. Um, That's your worst fear and nightmare? No, I don't really have... Okay, I was trying to think of something nice. No, no, this is so excited for a new album, by the way. (laughs) Okay, um, I knew you had to throw it in there. (laughs) Okay, Taylor Swift, we've Um, got covered. Okay, okay, okay. we got okay. So, like, something happened to my kids, like that would be horrible. Yes, that's my worst nightmares. Okay, welcome to the world of what's called immersive horror. Have you heard Um, of this? No, it sounds dangerous and scary. Yes scary right <laughs> both of those check and check okay so this first part i'm just gonna read from hulu.com just like the general description of this documentary and then we can kind of like dive into it because you did ask if i wanted to watch this mm. before and i said I'd, I'd wait and I'd see and, and I then i changed you, my then... mind and said i don't think you should watch it because <laughs> i, I kn- so, okay well fine <laughs> okay my stomach's stronger than you think oh okay well, then I would like for you to watch this afterward. Okay. <laughs> we okay. can talk. <laughs> we'll put okay. the links in the show notes. Okay, so this documentary follows the story of Russ McCamey. He's a Navy veteran turned master of horror who lures horror enthusiasts into his web. They find themselves pulled into the no-holds-barred world of McCamey Manor. A haunt that doesn't end until Russ says so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like to leave on my own. You're like, you let me get on through past the chainsaw guy, and I'm on my way. <laughs> I don't want to wait for Mr. Mick. Dr. Crazy to let me out of his haunted house. I will say, though, and I may have mentioned this before, I have been to a haunted house where they did put, like, black bags over my head, and we had to put our hands on the shoulder in front of the people in front of us. So this is not that kind of immersive. There's different levels. There's, like, your standard haunted house. There might be one where someone maybe touches Mm -hmm. you, and, like, it goes all the way to the extreme. Okay. So originally starting McKamey Manor to satiate his love of Halloween, as the haunt grew like in popularity, both on the ground and social media, so did the severity of Russ's tactics. Realizing Mm. that he was attracting more and more followers as he did so. Which seems like sure. the opposite of what you would want. The worse it gets, <laughs> the more people you're getting. More popular. Um, yeah. But it was by cultivating an online persona and its a cult-like following, Russ was allowed to display his basest instincts and rewarded with online fame and notoriety. Driven by his personal fixations, he turned his backyard haunt into a bona fide torture chamber, videotaping, quote, contestants as he sees how far he can push them. So by Mm -hmm. showcasing the reasons why the subjects were pulled into the McKamey Manor, the film explores why people make themselves vulnerable to harm. The world of immersive horror is a world of misfits, outsiders, and those trying to overcome trauma, believe it or not. Though the stories of our main characters in the documentary and expert commentary, the film hopes to show how a person's past could draw them into an extreme activity, some forms which might actually be beneficial, and thus more broadly answer the question, why do we do anything extreme? (laughs) right it's a good question um okay i'm i'm not interested to see how far this guy takes it okay so i i'm not giving my opinion quite yet okay okay so first let's dive into the fact that it's kind of well not kind of it's basically a cult when you try to leave like his followers ruin your life it it reminds me a lot of scientology like if you go against russ and you say something you Mm. get stalked you get taunted your social media is hit what's gonna happen to you brooke now that you're calling him out hmm Hmm? no tagging people no tagging (laughs) no tagging (laughs) so 1000 percent, he has this huge following especially on youtube and i feel like you know as long as he keeps getting this attention It'll keep this monstrosity going. Yeah. yeah. And okay. Mindy, this is where I got into a real, real dangerous rabbit hole because... Spiral of a, ra- a rabbit hole si- spiral, rabbit hole spiral? A rabbit hole spiral? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll we'll get into this in a little bit, but he films every single one and uh-huh. it's on Facebook and I don't want oh. you to check those out, Mindy. Okay. But if anyone okay. else wants to check them out... Um, <laughs> 
we can put it in the show notes. And that's, it, the, it, that's the thing. It's like looking at a car wreck, right? It's like you, you hate, can't maybe, not. I don't know who this guy is yet. Okay, I'm, so I'm maybe, sure we'll learn more maybe about him. watch the so, documentary, not the yeah. YouTube, because you. See, okay. I feel like you see enough in the documentary. I might be more desensitized because I am a horror fan, but this is real stuff. Watching real oh, people yeah, yeah. go through it, okay. it's it's tough. <sighs> um, and there are but by, by like watching these things, it's just adding to his. Fame. It is. Okay. People are yeah. just mm. fueled by this. It's crazy. Okay. There are legitimate immersive haunts, and just like any bad seed, this what this guy's giving it a bad name because okay. they so we don't like this guy. We don't like Russ. He is a bad guy. He Russ? is a legit psychopath and has taken oh. this extreme adrenaline junkie practice and has turned it into actual torture i don't even like the name russ so that makes sense <laughs> screw you russ Rusty. but there are like i was saying there are legitimate um immersive haunts because they do have safety measures in place like a, a safe word as you should or yeah. maybe an hour and a half two hours long and again we'll get into more of this as we um talk about russ but yeah he doesn't abide by like any rules it's okay it's very yep. upsetting i don't like him yeah, and like I said, it can be effective for some people, kinks, you know, yeah. for masochism sure. as just insignificant, though it is a growing... But, but that's when... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. like, do whatever you want to do and right, you're, it's your own life, your own else. body. But if, if, and that's why a lot of people that are in, of that community have safe words and safety things that, yes. you know... There's a it, reason. So they're still in control of the situation. But as soon as you take that control away from mm, someone, that's... It's that's not okay. Not, it's, it's not okay. No, it's not the same thing, like, right? No. Mm, okay. You're right. So, I don't like this topic. <laughs> <laughs> you text me, I'm, you're not going to like this topic. And you're right. I don't. Uh, but the <laughs> but stuff is more relevant than ever. Because in many cases, this payoff isn't necessarily sexual arousal, which people think with masochism. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a broader, more intense high. Russ McCamey, our best friend here. No. no. Just kidding. No, no, no. He cannot have the bestie tag, bro. He will never he's have that. He's a rando. He's, he's a, a, such a rando. He's a psychotic rando named Russ. Exactly. He has this horror attraction called McCamey Manor. It comes with a 40-page waiver. No. And yeah, that's not a good sign. No, he started this venture for entertainment. He loved Halloween. But it gradually turned into sort of a sadistic game for Russ. And in all honesty, people probably think that that was the larger intent behind it all. Sure. Um, I, I wonder who his lawyers are that he, they're oh like, I, yep, this is not going to throw you in jail. Like, no, who, no. Uh, a crazy lawyer that might want to take it on in the first place, yeah, write a contract like, that is that like, a no, waiver that is 40 pages long. 40 yeah, I don't pages. want to take that legality on. Wow. So Russ comes across as someone who'd go to any extent to hold up his extreme claim, including possibly destroying people psychologically and physically. Mm -hmm, mm. It also makes sense to understand why people would voluntarily sign up for these attractions when they fully know that they'll experience terror, pain, and stress. Yeah. In that regard, we also, in the documentary, get to hear from a few experts in the field of psychology. So yeah. it does okay. cover a lot. Yeah. It's a very interesting, interesting document. I don't want to share yeah. 
too much um, because I'd love you to go out and watch this. Yeah. But yes, we will we will go over some details. So there's this natural appetite for more extreme experiences lately. And they go beyond the realm of kind of like we were talking, just the boogeyman popping out from the shadows and a jump scare, as they might call it. The audience for these extreme haunts can be horror fans looking for a stronger fix Mm -hmm. or even people with mental health issues, PTSD, seeking a safely administered hit of adrenaline. So it's whatever their motivations are. Russ has a thousand long, like 20,000 long waiting list. The 40-page waiver. Wait, wait, wait. How long? Like 20,000 because he only does like two a week or something like that. What? I can't remember. It was only a few a week. That's that's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Uh, no. So along with the waiting list, there's a forty the forty page waiver that still isn't probably legal. <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll see on that first uh, that first uh, yeah. lawsuit. And he has a twenty thousand dollar prize for anyone able to complete his marathon length physical and psychological tortures. And twenty thousand dollars. And but here's the thing that most people go for. I'm just trying to trying to. I, I know, like seeing the, it, the benefit and the payoff. Twenty thousand dollars to be completely. You you don't even terrified know. Or, do I don't you even don't know even yet? know. Okay. Doesn't seem like enough money. <laughs> no, but I think in today's day and age, the biggest thing he has picked up on, and it's actually very smart, is the potential viral internet fame. Yeah, because he yeah. posts all these videos on youtube and he's always like you're the best one you're doing the best and so Mm, people get encouraged by it but this was something sad that i wanted to explain you know like where it says maybe someone with ptsd there was there's a section where this gentleman was in the military and when he came home you know things just weren't right he was suffering from ptsd and he was just he's like nothing is like that adrenaline when your life's in danger and you're going out into this environment and so This is one of his quotes, and it's really sad. So when he came back Mm -hmm. before he could figure out maybe how to handle everything. Yeah. One of the things I did was start giving away body parts. I gave my kidney away. I was signed up to give a piece of my liver away. I also signed up for bone marrow transplant. Mm -hmm. I was going to give away as much as I could. And he is an Iraq war vet. And that's him discussing his PTSD and his survivor's guilt. That led him to seek out these extreme haunts. And it's so sad. Like, you can't find that adrenaline anywhere else, right? You know, unless you're in danger. And and I don't care, like, you know, any American, Mm -hmm. or probably the same across the world, you want to take care of those those vets. You want to make sure that they get all the resources when they come home because they're putting their lives on the line for you. And so not to have proper care. We need to invest money in these these mm-hmm. vets coming home because it's, it is horrific to see mm-hmm. how some of them are treated and not being able to adjust back to normal life. Oh, it's, it's and that's just the mental problems, yeah. you know, mental yeah. issues when people come back. Physical issues, they don't necessarily have top-notch doctors <laughs> or surgeons, you yeah. know. It's like you have to always kind of go for the second best, I feel like, with yeah, the vets, and right. that just breaks my heart. It I does, mean, Mindy yeah. and I both have dads who are vets, mm-hmm. 
And so it is it is a sensitive subject. I know yeah. my dad was spit on when he got home from Vietnam, like walking mm-hmm. off the plane. People were like lined mm-hmm. up to spit wow. on him. And it just That's crazy. It breaks my heart. No, it is hard. Mm. Okay. So moving oh God. Moving right along. It is brutal to watch in many ways. But it also gives important insight. Sometimes the thing you think you want isn't what you really want, you know? So sometimes anyone looking for an immersive horror experience in a haunted house setting is probably still wanting to be somewhat in control, like you said. Mm Yep. But that's not what Russ does. This is why you're saying I would not like this. (laughs) Right. You know, like I said, other haunts have safety words. It might be an hour, two hours long. It's intense, but like you can stop. He's done over 30 hour sessions, does not listen to safety words. Like it's his, it's his rules, basically. It's his, it's his world and Russ is fucking living in it. Yes. So, um, one former participant did say something, um, that helped put things into perspective. She said that she went there looking to live through her own horror experience, not his fantasy. And that makes mm. it super creepy because yeah, it does. that's exactly what it is. His creepy, creepy, psychotic fantasy. Mm. And he's getting to do this. And he's got 20,000 people waiting in do, line to do, do people, it. And you might... You might- get this to this do people pay for this experience we'll get to that in a second okay Mm, (laughs) (laughs) so some people feel like they need to prove or challenge themselves Mm -hmm. and he russ exploits this he 100 percent does and while he isn't completely honest for one he decides when the tour is over Mm -hmm. um which ensures no one can ever win that cash prize Sure. Because yeah, he makes sure no one succeeds. <laughs> no one gets to that point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't like it. So I don't that, like it. I don't. I know you're, and we kind of talked about it, but it's like um, this that is in a world where people send fan mail and letters to serial killers. This is just mm-hmm, like the sure. type of world we live in. So I, like we said, people are going to be like, I could do that. You know, they just want the challenge. And they're like, it's, yeah. it's just he's building this cult-like following and it's working. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you asked earlier, McKamey Manor is in Summertown, Tennessee, and it pushes its visitors to the breaking points through torture and horrifying experiences. Mm-hmm. And Russ, we all know, uh, takes his twisted enjoyment and pleasure in controlling these victims. But the documentary goes on to show that he has had this haunt in a few different states and has gotten okay. run out of states. Oh, because mm. people Makes don't sense. want him in their area. Uh, I get it. Mm-hmm. What seemingly started out as just a regular haunted house eventually, as we know, grew into this extreme haunt. And as it grew bigger, the audience he drew is bigger too, which is scary. Yeah. Like it I said, it's it. to it push feeds the monster. Yes, it feeds the monster. So the participants have to sign this waiver, which we know. Get cleared by a doctor before being able to participate. The I'm sure waiver, it's his own doctor. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Right, waiver, it's, not, it's like your GP back in. Is in this Doctor Eel? Doctor Eel is <laughs> Doctor Eel's like, you may. Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't sure, care. I'm a ahead. fucking eel. I don't. I don't actually go to school. 
<laughs> the waiver. I don't even know how he signs the paperwork with this. Yeah, how does he with his little mouth? <laughs> the waiver even lists death as a possibility, and of people course. sign this. Well, you probably sign something that says like if you die on a roller coaster at an amusement park, you that's, probably can't so either. So that's true. Okay. Yeah. Here, here's your other question, Mindy. The price of entry. Mm. Do you want to guess? Yeah, I do want to guess. Okay. Um, I'm guessing it's not going to be cheap because, especially if it's got cult following. But I mean, right. if the price is twenty grand. I mean, I'm five grand. I like the way you're thinking about it, but the price of entry is either a bag or a couple of cans of dog food. He donates it all to. Oh, that's sweet. The Humane Society or shelters or something. Okay, I, mm, mm, so I okay, think that might be like a legal tactic too, because he's n- yeah. no one's paying yeah. him. Sure. To do this, technically, like he's uh, yeah, just that makes taking sense. dog food donations. Mm-hmm. Isn't this wild? But like you said, the twenty thousand dollars at what cost? So I kind of mentioned like uh, one of the people that's interviewed on. On the documentary said she reportedly used her safe word for multiple minutes. And there have been one woman recounted how she, you're not going to like this, listed no. spiders as her greatest fear during an intake Why? interview. I would say it's cotton um, candy. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm afraid of Skittles and Mountain Dew. And, <laughs> and Doritos and rainbows and kittens, and unicorns, <laughs> lots and lots of kittens. kittens. <laughs> like, why they would you terrify? They terrify me. <laughs> those little noses and those little oh, I can't scary even, whiskers. I can't even think about it. <laughs> she told the documentary um, that she was afraid for her life because it was a tarantula, and yeah, if we're, we're being mishandled. And if she agitated them any further, they could bite. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they do have some venom, but really mm-hmm. it's their fangs are so big. Like, mm-hmm. So she thought her life was in danger. Other visitors described how they have been waterboarded and drugged. Oh, oh. And even there is a visitor who described her experience and how she is forever traumatized because of what didn't happen on camera because you know russ films everything (laughs) so after being tied up drugged and tortured she feared what didn't get captured on camera because russ told her he wasn't able to film the quote good stuff oh so oh this guy is so disgusting Um, is your safe word kittens by the way oh i should pick a safe word i mean i don't do anything really yeah, that exciting that in life. But, but, but hey, you know, when we have our slumber party coming up, our sleepover, and maybe we get into a pillow fight, Brooke. What? <laughs> kittens, Mindy, kittens, kittens. Okay, Brooke, I'll put I'll put down my pillow. What's yours? Oh, I have to be puppies. Okay, well, we're going to be kittens and puppies then for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle fight. Oh, okay. I did mention that there were psychologists involved in the documentary, Good, yeah. and they even brought on a human rights lawyer who specializes oh. in the subject of torture. Mm-hmm. We talked can, about... I, I, con- we don't even have to probably go through the, the, the bad side, like the bad psychological things that can happen, because I'm pretty sure we all know. Well, just <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we talked about there's many reasons why someone would seek out these extreme yeah. experiences. But in the case of McKamey Manor, General Consent 
consent alone doesn't seem to excuse the heinous things that happened there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone has signed this 40-page waiver, but do they really get a chance to read it? Most of them are presented with the waiver at the time of the experience. So their adrenaline is, oh, they don't yeah. get it ahead of time, you know, to read yeah. through it. They're just, adrenaline is going crazy and they're just ready to go, like, you know? So, yeah. Hey. You know, with the movies that were popular in like the late 90s and early 2000s, like Saw and mm-hmm. Hostel, they show that extreme gore and mutilation. Yeah. And maybe it's desensitized a lot of us and it's possible that watching these scenes like these real scenes of people makes horror fans and thrill seekers feel more confident that they can participate in these haunts and test it's not a movie folks it's not a movie a movie they want to test themselves but this isn't a movie people yeah it's much different when you're watching someone being buried alive or having your worst fears realized, you yeah. know? <laughs> puppies, puppies. Puppies, kittens, kittens, kittens. I'm saying kittens. Puppies, puppies. <laughs> okay, I did want to let you know, though, that because of this documentary, the Tennessee Attorney General announced that his office is looking into the Good. McKinney Manor. Good. Yes. He might not be in Tennessee anymore. Might not okay. be. They did send a letter um, raising serious concerns about its business practices and operating its extreme haunted attraction. And they said mm-hmm. this office continues to prioritize the safety and well being of all Tennesseans. Tennesseans? I didn't know that's what they were called. That's correct. And guess what? um, Guess what the McKamey Manor's response was? Haters gonna hate. Well, that seems very... Don't, don't use fair. a Taylor. First of all, don't use a Taylor Swift lyric to kind of justify your torture oh chamber, <laughs> Russ. He's probably he probably is pissed off that she gets shown on the NFL, kind of guy. And two, that I don't think came from your legal department. No, exactly. So as I was kind of mentioning this waiver ahead of time, and this this disturbed me. This one woman said. I had too much excitement going on through my veins at the time. If the waiver would have said that a man is going to come out of the woods and murder you during this event, I would have signed it. It's oh. it's just that extreme. Like, yeah, he yeah. it's very cultish, you know, like he. Yeah. And people think that they can, like, prove. But again, it's his game, not yours. Like, yeah. and mm, people okay. mm-hmm. don't realize that. Don't want to live in Russ's game. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I will say that per Russ himself, and this wasn't in the documentary, but I think this is just something I came across on YouTube, said three, de- <laughs> three deaths <laughs> have occurred. Uh, and, and, what? And he says he doesn't feel bad about it. They didn't follow directions. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, okay, okay. no, no, Here's no. Here's another question I have. How long has he been doing this? Good question, Mindy. I, don't know. I asked a question you didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, you asked a question I didn't know the answer to. That's okay. I, I think it just has developed over time. Like, Just now recently getting more attention yeah, on social media uh, makes sense. Because the documentary came out. Sure. Three deaths, though? Like, I know. Yeah, that's gonna, that's going to draw some FBI agents. Mulder's going to go check that, that <laughs> well, shit out. Good. And Scully. They're going to they're gonna come. Okay, so it says it was founded in San Diego, and then it went to Tennessee in 2017, but I don't know when. Oh, it's still a long time. Yeah. 
Let's see. Oh, you have to be 18 or 21. How how lovely. <laughs> what, you're not going to torture children, Ross? <laughs> how valiant. Okay, well. But here, here were some of my thoughts on the issue, you know. The whole thing, if I can go through this, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. And that can be a positive motivation or a misleading motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, there are plenty of people that could probably benefit for something like this. Like I said, those reputable reputable people. Yeah. But I also wanted to just point out people, nightmares are real. <laughs> Not just yeah. when we're dreaming, unfortunately. So many people, if even people that went in there with PTSD, most people leave there with it and other yeah, psychological right. and lifelong physical injuries. Oh. So they tried to say it's almost like athletes pushing their bodies, you know, to run a marathon or sure. those big wave surfers or, you know, any they kind can of extreme. puppies and kittens at any time they want. <laughs> they can stop. And they can stop running. <laughs> I'm just thinking too, like, how can you actually consent if you're being gagged or choking on water, or yeah, something yeah. worse, or even just from sheer terror. Like, right. not that it matters to him, because he doesn't abide by kittens or puppies or any other safe <laughs> words, doesn't but I know this is the part you didn't want to hear, but I'm just going to end this right. by listing off some of the things Great. that have happened. Okay. okay. Buried alive, which is one of my mm-hmm. biggest nightmares. Can I just say no thank you to everyone I don't want to do? Um, you're going to say no thank you to every (laughs) single thing. So just say it in general. Across the board. Across the board. Fingernail removal. Ew. Dragged across asphalt. Tied up. Chained up. Severely beaten. Waterboarded. We talked about spiders. Locked in a freezer. Teeth pulled. Mm. Submerged. He's a dentist now, too. He Ross? made people you get your do DTS? it themselves. Did you he do made it? Oh, people oh, do it themselves. Oh. Okay. I'm sure he's done it a time or two, though. Yeah. Submerged into ice water, sleep deprivation. We know what that does. Waste dumped on you. Ew. Violent obstacle courses, electricity. No. We already talked about them being drugged. And. I'm going to end it on a bad note, but this whole thing's been one nasty note. Yeah, it's so. not been great, Brooke. Eating vomit. Oh. You know, not great. Y- your own or someone mm-hmm. else's? Who knows? Could be both. Oh, okay. Well, so, so it's that's, very acidic, that's, I'm sure. that's the story of Russ McKamey, the psychotic asshole who is still out there today with a cult following... Oh, and I, it just seems mm. I know, you don't even, can't even put into words what you think about this, I can tell. Well, yes, it just, it's, it almost seems stupid of me to bring this up because I'm giving it a platform. Yes, it. Yeah, yeah. But also, I want to give it a platform for, for positive reasons for change. Mm. There's always going to be people out there, like I said, that see the, ga- the glass half full, half empty. Those half empties are going to want to prove to themselves that they can make it through. Those ones that see it half full maybe want to do it for therapeutic reasons, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Yeah. 
people are being taken advantage of people are being tortured people are being killed it so maybe it's just bring, you're, you're not you're not you're bringing it to attention not yes. not glorifying what he's no, doing no no i'm just you're, trying we're to, bringing it to attention to if you're in tennessee maybe contact your local politicians and yes. see i can get this guy uh shut down yeah yes. yeah oh wow Yes. Incredible story, though. And I've never heard anything about Me this. neither, which I was so surprised because we're wow. both kind of in the know about yeah. things on the realm of scary or horror, horror stuff. Yeah. or yeah. paranormal mm-hmm. things, you know? And yeah. Nope. Never heard about mm. it. So, Mindy. Wow. What it comes down to is I would not recommend puppies, you. Puppies. 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 Oh. Yes. <laughs> I would not recommend you watching any YouTube clips. I will not. If you want to watch the documentary, I think you'd be safe because you can always skip like 10 seconds. Yeah. They never show okay. like 10 minutes at a time or anything, you know, like. Got it. Okay. Yeah. If you're just curious. Okay. But hmm. okay. honestly, I think you probably got the gist of it. I don't know if I have to. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I have to. I I don't want to get this guy. But again, yeah, people, there are news. nightmares out there and they're coming to life. He is like scary. the nightmare boogeyman, really. He is. That's what he is. He is. He is the nightmare boogeyman. Don't like it. Me neither, friend. Okay. Wow. I uh, I don't know where to go from that. Um. um other than. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing your face in a couple weeks. I know. So soon. So soon. Like two I weeks. Know. Three weeks. Two I weeks. Know. It's been three weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. It's been a little bit. So I'm excited to see. You. I'm excited to see you too. <laughs> You said you were a, you were a little um, had a little too much fun last night. So uh, ah, um, dad's I, birthday. It was dad's birthday and brother's birthday. My brother's birthday's this week. My dad's birthday's next yeah. week. Oh yay! And so we went to it's like a like a Benihana type restaurant. You know yeah, where fun. you're at the I table. Love it. Yes. And it, the food ching, generally ching, was ching, delicious, ching. but like our our chef was amazing. Oh, I caught, always makes a big. Deal. I caught the broccoli in my mouth for the first time nice. ever. Because because Brett, my brother, chooses. We've been this practicing <laughs> every year. We go here, and okay. he and my dad always get it, and I've just never gotten. And this year, I was like, got it this year. So good year, twenty twenty four. But then you know we had my uncle and his girlfriend show up and. You know, we just decided to celebrate a little later than we should have. That's but it was fun, though. It was totally worth it, but I am not feeling well today. Is it time to go to bed? <laughs> time for bed. It's Crash six, early. It's six, 6.57 time for bed. <laughs> we'll talk you in. I'll get you Gatorade. Mindy, what's been going on with you? I feel like I haven't seen you forever. Well, I will be honest and open with our besties here. I have been in a funk. Oh. I have been in, I don't know if it, and I'm saying this lately, I don't know if it's been, the sun hadn't been out in so long. It's in the midway, like the sun hasn't been out. I think you are seriously affected by sad. Yeah, I think you do. Because you do, I sense a disturbance in the force. There is, and there was, and it's funny because I was talking to my sister, Kelly, about it, and I talked to her on the phone, just kind of like unleashed a bunch of things like you do to your, your sibling, yeah. and I'm just like, it's nothing in particular, and Mark's right. like, are you mad at me? And I'm like, it's nothing you're doing, it's just, nothing anyone's it's just doing, it's just the way it is. everything, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's everything and nothing all at the same time, Yes, and it's, and it's like, I looked at, you know, Kingston's dog bowl, and I was like, Oh, like I have to feed him. I'm like, I feed him every day. I don't know why it bothered me this week as much as it has, 
but it I I just I was crying for no reason. Oh. Um, it was a full moon. Oh boy! I mean, but the whole point is is like this does happen, and yeah, seasonal depression is a thing, and I can just I just felt it. Nothing, nothing in particular. So. The Aww. sun's been out the last couple of days. Though. It has been. It has been, and the snow's melting so a little bit. Nice. So yeah, I'm feeling a little better. And and I did, in true Virgo fashion. Oh boy, what did you? I organize? made a presentation for my husband. <laughs> I knew it. And it was, Mindy seasonally depressed and is about to lose her mind. Dot dot dot. Let's go on vacation. Ooh. So was it a successful presentation? He he rolled his eyes at first. <laughs> well, it's here's the thing. Like I will tell I've been telling Mark for a while, like, we need to do something. I don't care if it's like mm-hmm. downtown for a day yeah. or something, but I think just finally this week it just all added up. I'm like, I wanna go somewhere big. Yeah. I want you to take me <laughs> to somewhere no. where it's warm. And like it's all inclusive. Yes. So the presentation did work and I am happy to say we are leaving on vacation in a couple weeks. Ooh. Where are you going? Six Where are you going? And, and Six? All inclusive. Just, all inclusive? Can I guess? Sure. I'm guessing Caribbean or Mexico. Those are the those are two good guesses, yes. Are either of them correct? You are on the right path. Do you want to be more specific? Ca- Cancun. Incorrect. Bermuda. Barbados. Bahamas. Nope. Let's no. start with a B. <laughs> no. Damn it. Cab- We're going to Cabo. The lovely- no. So, okay. <laughs> We're going to the lovely Dominican Republic for six <gasps> Yay, Mitty. Yay. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I know. Me too. And you're the always the one that travels. And I, we have but a, I've never Mark been and there. I have not been on a vacation. Oh, fun. I get to lock, knock something off of your list that you haven't done yet. <laughs> And it is. Um, it is on my list. So good for you. We have we have six kids. We haven't been on like a real like vacation. I mean, here's what I'll say. We haven't been on a real vacation like in six years. We went to um, Jamaica a, quite a while ago, like six, seven years ago. That we doesn't like, count if it's every seven we, years. We've taken the kids to Disney. We, you know, we've taken we the kids to no Myrtle kids Beach. Like, trip, Mindy. I don't want to, I want a no kids trip. We have a kids baseball tournament coming up in Georgia. We have a kids soccer tournament coming up in St. Louis. I just looked at him with my little presentation and my spreadsheets <laughs> and I have tears in my eyes and I'm like, please take me somewhere. Mindy, or, may or I, I ask kill you a you. question? I did maybe threaten him a little bit in that. Was it a PowerPoint presentation or did you have like poster boards with things written out on it? Oh, no. I mean, I did. Because st- <laughs> I so could I see- did start a Canva presentation, like doing it in Canva. <laughs> but then but I did have my Excel spreadsheets, too, with flights and costs. <laughs> uh, but I did. We're I talking did, sexy pre- stuff. I know. I did uh, just end up doing it, um, like free wheeling it. Just wow! Brought up, I just said, "Let's let's go talk." And I I said, "I just my I could see you with <laughs> poster boards and glitter, <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. the whole shebang." Mm-hmm. Well, it worked. I'm glad it worked. Yes, I'm and so, so I do have, for you. I have oh. two things to ask you. Yes. One, mm-hmm. I need your packing. Yes. Checklist. So yes. please send that along. It's going to be tropical, right? You're going in a few weeks. Okay, okay. I just need to know. I just need to know. What's Number on. two. Okay. Sweet friend, darling, bestie of mine. 
Oh, you know no. how I've taken you to the airport a couple times? No. <laughs> I, I don't recall. remember this. Uh, it just happens we're leaving for our vacation the day after our live show. So, and since you're going to be sleeping at our house, do you mind dropping us off at the airport in the morning? No, of course not. <laughs> how are you going to get home, though? Is someone going to pick you I'll, up? We'll Uber it. We'll Uber it home, but... Of course, it'll finally be my chance to do something for you. I know. I was, it was funny because we were looking at dates. I was like, you know, if we leave on the 25th, mm-hmm. Brooke can drop us off the airport and she owes me one <laughs> or two. I owe you more than one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Just some quiet Yay! time with my husband. And it's like, I don't know. I, you know, just looking forward you to you need sitting it. on the beach. And Not nothing. Six, I mean, maybe an excursion day. But six days? Nothing. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's what's great about all-inclusive. Like, you don't have to worry about food or liquor or anything. You just stay there. You go to your swim-up bar. You go to the beach. Or maybe you don't do either. Maybe you just fucking relax and sit on a chair. Maybe you get some sexy time on the beach, in the water, Uh, in the bed. Anywhere you can. (laughs) No kids. See, that's the best. Like, a whole week, pretty much. Yeah. And it's not going to be that long of a flight. I mean, are you going to, bad. like, Florida and then taking a smaller flight? I think or? we have a layover in Charlotte. Charlotte, then, Charlotte's, yeah. But short layover and then on. But yeah, Two thumbs up yeah. for you, Mindy, and your Thanks, awesome baby. presentation skills. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> if anyone wants me to help them with their presentation mm. for their partner on, and convincing them they need to take you on a vacation, <laughs> I am happy to lend my services. Just uh, email me at remelations at gmail.com. I'll see what I can do. She's very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bestie. Until next week, don't you dare sign a 40-page waiver. Puppies, 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 kitties, kitties, kittens. Don't do it, Mindy. Just don't do it. I promise. And sweet Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. (laughs) <laughs> Don't you dare sign <laughs> Don't you like dare. How you it. Like how you did it.